Hello and welcome to the latest Montel podcast. Today we're in Paris and joining me, Richard Sverison, news editor Europe, is Chris Eels, editor France. Bonjour, Richard. Bonjour, Chris. There's a lot to talk about and if we wanted to, we could touch on the fine wine the gastronomy, the history and the culture of France, this, this Grand Nation. But uh, as this is a Montel podcast, we will restrict ourselves to matters relating to the French wholesale market. Oh dear. Uh, unfortunately, Chris, having, you, you've covered this for almost 20 years, so, so you're quite an expert. Yeah, well, I mean, I've covered it for a while, but I'm, I'm still very young, of course. Hmm. Of course. That goes without saying. I mean, come on. I suppose it would be obvious, Chris, to start... Since we're here in France, to the, there's one dominant player, which is EDF. And then I think we need to sort of discuss its, its nuclear fleet and what's going on here. Mm. In recent years, the firm has had a few troubles, to put it mildly, with some of its nuclear reactors. What does it forecast nuclear production at in 2019? And, and, and is this outlook reliable, would you say? Well, yes, troubles is a very, uh, it's a very interesting word. I mean, that's uh, at least troubles. They've had, they've had some very serious issues, in fact. Over the, over the past few years. The most recent serious issue was in 2016 when there was an issue with carbon segregation and those huge problems which caused enormous, had an enormous impact on the wholesale market. So prices rocketing. Across Europe. Across just France. And, and yeah. across Europe, yeah. I'm not going to go back all over that that ground but we thank you i thank you (laughs) (laughs) i thank you Uh, i could go back over that ground of course but uh, we've all carbon segregation is not that sexy i suppose edf uh, has actually recovered slightly since then even though uh, so the nuclear fleet has i mean edf or as edf as a company you're saying no sorry i'm talking only about nuclear production nuclear Mm. production has improved since it hit a 17-year low, 17-year low in 2016, um, due to these uh, carbon segregation issues. And then there was another issue at Trikistan in, in recent years as well. That was the end of last year, 2017, when I say last year. That also year, caused a lot of market jitters, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. That, again, freaked out the market mm. quite considerably once mm. again. But you don't just uh, order the closure of, I think it was four reactors, staggered closure, but, mm. you, you know, it's very unusual for a safety authority to do that, and that's what they did at Trickistan. They did it almost overnight, didn't they? They did, that's mm. right, overnight. I mean, it was possibly EDF's worst nightmare. We are, uh, <clears throat> since then, in 2018, um, EDF didn't hit its uh, production target. They were, they, they were just short of it. You know, they ended up with three nine three terawatt hours. I think, if my uh, if my memory is correct, yeah. which it often is, mm. um, or not, <laughs> <laughs> matter of debate. So we were at three nine three last year, which was up from the year three nine three terawatt hours, terawatt hours, 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 hours. yeah. Which we, and which that was up from the previous year, as yeah. you're saying, and up again from 2016. That's right. Yeah. So what uh, are EDF <clears throat> predicting for this year? Now, for this year, they're predicting three nine five. So it's pretty. Pretty stable, actually, is is their prediction. However, you have to take these forecasts in context, or uh, with a pinch of salt. You could, uh, um, or a mountain of sand, or with a glass, or a glass of rouge. Yes, indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed. You could, and so you should. Maybe why wouldn't you? Mm. <laughs> is the question, mm. or uh, a little bit of uh, pate, or, or yeah, right, a little bit of camembert, camembert cheese. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. cheese, mm-hmm. yeah. This is the country of cheese, 
Um, as we said in the intro. Oh, did we? Yes, we did. We did touch on that. But let's get back that. to nuclear output, Chris. You know, yes, let's, yes, yes. Uh, yes, nuclear output. How, yeah. could, how, could we st- how could we get away from it? Well, exactly, exactly. That is the core issue. It is yeah. the core issue. Now, getting back to nuclear output. So we've said the situation is improving, which, which it is, clearly. But in terms of their estimates, they, they tend to change their estimates uh, towards the end of the year. So they change their estimates for the year upcoming year, right at the end of the previous year. Mm. It's very strange. So in any, which, which means that, in fact, the 395 target is, is quite modest, actually. Mm. Um, in, in earlier years, they were hoping that they would hit for 420, something mm. like that. That was the kind of figure they were looking at. Mm. And so they've actually, even though it represents an increase on last year, if they hit that target... In general terms, and looking at the, the history, they're actually bringing down their targets. And the reason they're doing this, there are several reasons. They have scheduled outages. And mm. the scheduled outages they have this year concern the, ten, the so-called 10-year visits. Mm. This is not a visit to... Um, not a man in a white overcoat visiting a plant. <laughs> well, it is, actually. Or several. <laughs> there may be several people in white overcoats coming to see people. That's mm. Mm. always possible yeah. at any time. But yes, no, inspections do... I'm not sure if, they actually, if the inspectors wear white overcoats, although you would hope they did, because mm. otherwise they could be mistaken for, uh, I don't know, EDF directors, chairman of the Montel journalists. Well, well, we don't want that, do we? <laughs> Many white coats will be turning up at several reactors this year to conduct what are known as 10-year inspections. These happen once every 10 years, and they are designed to determine whether a reactor is fit to carry on running for the next 10 years. Mm. That's how mm. it works in France. Mm. Despite what you may have heard, mm. there is no official limit mm. to the lifetime of a reactor in France. Mm. So they can turn up you know, in, in their white coats and decide, OK, this reactor is, is fit uh, for purpose for another 10 years. And they don't, need to turn up, they don't need to turn up for another 10 years. Well, they do, they do, they do regular maintenance and annual maintenance outages mm. where they do refueling, so they're supposed to be updating all the time. But there is this thing called the 10-year visit, which is designed as the important moment, mm. in a way. It's the important moment, and it's, it's, it's key because... Uh, Why uh, is it important now? I mean, what, could, what impact could it have on... You know, what could these well, men in white coats determine now <laughs> these men in white coats why are they so important they're so important because french uh, policy hinges on their decisions mm. in a way mm. now what is french policy when it comes to extending the lifetime of reactors mm. well france's policy is actually to extend reactors that's really what's come mm. out in the ppe which is the french roadmap energy mm. roadmap which sets out Mm. Uh, the energy, in, including nuclear path, for the mm. next 10 years. And what they've said... So it's cheaper to extend the life than, obviously, to build new ones or maybe even build renewables, which is happening elsewhere in Europe. But that's another topic yeah. maybe we'll return to yeah. Yeah, we at a later to, time. Yeah, just to complete this, you know, what, what's, what's important about these reactor extensions and 10-year visits, if they get the OK... Um, then they can go ahead and, 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 and extend those. And that's, the policy, that's actually French policy. Without, even before they know whether they will be allowed to extend these reactors, that's French policy. One expert has told us that concerns about 44 to 46 reactor extensions. France has said, and Macron, in fact, Emmanuel Macron, I don't know whether you've heard of him, he's the president of France. I've, I've, uh, I've heard him mentioned once or yeah, twice over the, the past sort of six months, yeah, yes. Yeah, he's, he's uh, still the president of France. And yeah. quite, uh, hanging on by he's, a, by he's, a he's hanging. 
hang on, by his tie. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's why he's taking it off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that must be the reason why he's taking it off. It's true. Yeah, um, nothing to do with twenty degrees temperatures in in February. So his he announced earlier this year, uh, in fact, uh, I think it was in January, that there would be fourteen closures of French reactors by twenty thirty five. That implies because there are 58 reactors in total that implies mm. that you're going to have um, massive extensions mm. because mm. if you only close 14 out of 58 you're left with 44 and mm. you know so the mass is very good chris mm. yeah well i'd like to think so thank you very much yeah. richard yeah, yeah, you're i never thought i'd hear you say that yeah well you know okay. we have our moments <laughs> um this year um, or the ten-year inspection, yeah, yeah, yeah. According to uh, according to EDF, in uh, February they announced when they announced their their target, the target which we talked about earlier, um, they said that there would be ten-year inspections at seven seven reactors. So that's a lot. That's an awful lot of which is why that's happening this year. Yeah, that's due to start this year. And you know, they these ten-year inspections they can last up to six months. Mm-hmm. And, they could actually, they might not meet the deadlines. They might go over, over mm. the scheduled outage dates. Mm. That's very important. That's so, so when so you have... inspections, these could... Sorry to interrupt, no. Chris, but just to get it clear, these inspections, they, that mean the reactor has to be offline. So these seven reactors would have to be offline to, for the men in white coats or the ladies in white coat to carry it out properly. Yeah, no, mm. they, they shut them down. They take mm. them off grid. Mm. They're off. I'd have to check the dates, but it's anywhere from four months to, I, I think, to six months. I might be mm. wrong. Yeah, mm. don't, don't, don't hang me or shoot me me if that's not true mm. problem is of course when you have such a lengthy outage with so much work to do then you know you sometimes you over you overestimate you under or likely underestimate the work mm. that needs to be done. and edf have warned actually um mm. that there are likely to be changes okay so which of these so seven reactors are they the exact details are available on rte's website so we can the we tso can, rte yeah, yeah. the tso mm. french tso rte website you can find out which ones are due off but we know that i think there are also there are ten, seven planned 10-year outages and that two of those outages will be first of a kind. In other words, if these are outages which occur, um, we are checking for reactors which have going into their 40 years. Uh, these are not young spring chickens. No, no, no unlike no. unlike us. Of course. <laughs> so we're talking about Tricastan and Chou, uh, mm. um, which is not a vegetable. Chou mm. uh, in French is cauliflower, I think. It's chou-fleur, isn't it? Chou-fleur. Oh, chou-fleur. Oh, yeah, chou-fleur. You're, you're the guy who lives in France, obviously, so you, you're the expert. So given the problems at certain plants in 2017 and 18, what can we expect this year? Can we expect a repeat of the issues at Tricastan? I mean, we obviously don't know, but are there any any particular reactors or plants that are susceptible or, I mean, to to lengthy outages or to lengthy inspections by our by our chaps and or chapesses in the white coats? Yeah, I mean, the, the white coats will be everywhere this year, so watch out for them. Uh, don't let them in if they knock on your door. Mm. Um, well, it's very difficult to say which reactors might be affected. I don't think anyone can say that, but I think what you can get away with saying is that all the all the reactors are potentially um, in danger mm. in fact because of the age of these reactors mm. um, they're really they're really pushing on um, they're possibly almost as old as you are Richard no I, I think you know they're not as you mentioned they're over 40 so I'm still in uh, much 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 below that so I mean yeah. you've, we've heard anecdotal evidence haven't we that mm. for example the piping 
uh, has been at some of the reactors, I think it was Trigastan, is almost, has almost rusted away. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. maybe externally. Yeah. So that's yeah. a sign that, uh, yeah. that they're not the, getting any younger. Yeah, yeah, I think they were classic ageing signs. And I think Montel, we ran a few stories based on evidence gathered by people on site, workers on the site, union contacts who... I spoke to workers on the site who told me that the conditions were appalling. You know, these kind of basic piping and things was were falling apart, rusting. Mm. You know, it, it, it was it was a bit of a joke. So you you have these issues um, which are really you know, clear examples of aging of of materials. Mm. And not only that, you have a situation where uh, what we're hearing, what we're hearing more and more of, in fact is that inside plants, um, <clears throat> there is a rush to get work done in mm. the min- with u- using the minimum amounts of money. I mean, basically... That's Corners are being cut, yeah. potentially. Well, I mean, that, possibly. Don't I don't want to make allegations, but, yeah. but what we hear is that um, there's the pressure on staff and workers at nuclear power plants to get these jobs done fast mm. is immense mm. immense mm. and uh, this includes subcontractors as well not just EDF staff subcontract staff who do the, who do the big maintenance work in fact mm. uh, and this is in a context we can understand the context the context mm. is one way EDF is in is in a lot of trouble in many ways absolutely and yeah. I think so it, to, to sort of summarize mm. with the tenure inspections some issues could come to light whereby it would mean that there would be lengthy outages. We just don't know. Um, so we, we're purely speculation. We don't have a crystal ball. I think, no, we don't have a crystal ball. But I think what you could say is I would, per, I would take that 395 target with a pinch of salt or cell, as they mm. say in these parts, mm-hmm. uh, because of the reasons I've said. The outages are very long. EDF has already warned that they might go over, over their schedules. Mm. Um, and because uh, we have seen every year, almost every year in the past three, four years, that, you know, Issues crop up. They've got to so, come. You know, so the so market you, should strap itself down and prepare for a rocky ride, maybe yeah, potentially yeah, this year. I, 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 strapping is all was interesting, um, and uh, they they should prepare. They should be ready. Definitely be prepared for a bumpy year because mm. you never know. It, but if the past years are anything to go by, probably this won't be any different. Jean Bernard Levy, the CEO of EDF who you tried to speak to recently, um, who didn't really have that much, didn't really want to say much to you. Um, strange why. that, no, no, strange. But what did he say about the, the targets and the years to come? Yeah, so what he said was that it's interesting, really. He said that nuclear, EDF's nuclear output would not exceed 405 terawatt hours per year in the coming years, in quotes, coming years, in quotes, because mm. he didn't say how many years, but... Mm. Now, this is an admission, uh, as he said. Uh, our objective a few years ago was 420 terawatt hours, but in the next years, we will not produce more than 405 because of scheduled plant outages. There we, there we have an admission uh, that's quite interesting that, that, that gives you an indication of, 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 of what, they're, what they're thinking. Okay, and very interesting. But we've also, there's still an ongoing investigation that's happening happening in, in parallel to this, which is the Le Cruzo or the 
Inspector Clouseau. Clou Clouseau. Le Clouseau. Exactly. So what's what? <laughs> I think there may be a berm in this room. Uh, but yes, uh, yeah, getting away from uh, tacky Pink Panther gags, uh, Chris. But well, I think but, they're tacky. No, 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 they're not tacky. They, they were funny, but they were, you're just showing your age a bit. But um, um, but what's happening with the investigation? What? Where do we stand? Well, yeah, I mean, actually, the the the, the Clouseau investigation goes on, but the latest news we have. Um, you know, the investigation was actually they were reviewing reactor parts mm. that were made at Creusot, and Creusot being the factory in the south of France where um, Arriva at the time, uh, now Framaton, uh, made uh, equipment for reactors, uh, amongst other things, for reactors all over the world, mm. and obviously a lot in France. So there was a huge scandal uh, which was... Um, I mean, this is fraud on a large scale. Yeah, I mean, we, millions we, of documents it, it, that they're going to go through was, and find some yeah, falsifications, I mean, etc. Yeah, I mean, they were... They well, were the allegations. Yeah, well, the allegations were that they, they falsified... Um, they made up the results of tests. That's mm. what they did. So it was decided that an investigation of all of the reactor files... In other words, whatever came out of that factory and went into EDF's reactors needed to be checked again. Mm. Even if it had the correct paperwork because this paperwork some of this paperwork had been shown to be false been, there had been fraud they had to double check and that meant going through millions and millions of uh... now um, according to EDF they've actually gone through the, the, the files related to re reactor equipment mm. and they, they I think they have uh, not I'm not quite sure at this time whether they've cleared all of the reactors but they may well have looked at all the files we're still waiting to see mm. whether we have got the all clear but I think EDS mentality at the moment is definitely this Clouseau uh, um, scandal is behind them, actually. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Potentially, there could be some, some issues here. There could <coughs> be uh, some surprises. There's always room for surprises. I mean, only very recently, um, ASN, the French Nuclear Safety Authority, wrapped uh, EDF on the, on, on the knuckles and said, look, for, for, for the EPR, the European a pressurized reactor that they are building in Flamanville, um, wrapped them on the knuckles again, warning them that um, they have got to look, uh, scrutinize the control of the quality of their equipment there. Mm. So this issue of quality of materials and them being fit for purpose is, mm. if Curzo is on its way out, if mm. that issue is... If that issue is solved or is has been uh, yeah. dealt with, if if it has, there, there, you know, there, there, there's still examples. There's still the chance that other issues will crop up. And when you see something like this business, latest business at uh, the EPR, you you can't rule out uh, more more of these quality issues and issues with equipment that hasn't been checked properly or has been. I'm not suggesting that any equipment has been false. Uh, data has been falsified at the EPR. No one's making that accusation. But um, you have to keep your eyes open and your ears open, and we certainly will be because uh, after the Creusot affair, nothing, mm -hmm. uh, you know, anything can happen. It's. I mean, there's an underlying theme here of of certain shoddy quality control or or, or not shoddy well, yeah, but yeah, potentially you're, you're, but, no, but you're, it's not up to scratch no, you're, you're absolutely right and 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 the, and the classic the, the the key example and topical example at the moment of that is the issue with the european pressurized reactor mm, which is being built elsewhere in europe and we've seen yeah. more around the world but you know? i was going to talk about the the faulty welds mm. at the european pressurized reactor because edf were told 
by ASN to improve mm. their oversight of mm. welding. Mm. So again, this was, as you said earlier, used the word shoddy. That's exactly the same mm. accusation that's being made for the welding issue at the EPR, which has already delayed the startup of mm. that reactor, mm. which is supposed to be the flagship for This is EDS. Flammable. There's also another one in Finland... Although they've started one in China, but yeah, but this is the flagship yeah, European the one. The flagship European, which has uh, which has been affected and been delayed, uh, it's actually ten years. It's been delayed for ten years and mm. billions over budget. The same uh, with Okaluto yeah, in Finland. Yeah, exactly the yeah. same. Yeah. Uh, but these issues at Flammerville, they have an impact on the, this welding issue, for example, uh, could have an impact on mm. Hinkley. Mm. You know, mm. they're trying Absolutely. to build a, a new EPR mm. at Hinkley Point in the southwest of England. Mm. Um, so um, yes, we do. There is an issue of oversight and uh, and control inspections because the issue at the EPR, the current issue, is welding and that mm-hmm. hasn't been done properly. And so in a way, you could say the men in the white coats are doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, I think I think all the women, the women as well, yes, the men yes, and the yes, women. The, the, the people in white coats. I've never, ever, I've never, I'm not really a fan of people in white coats. <laughs> but you know, on this occasion, yes. Yeah, so although you know, even the people in white coats are, are open to criticism, and, and yeah, people yeah. do criticise the people in white coats from the authority of the Sûreté Nucléaire. Yeah. The ASN. Yes, uh, the nuclear yes. Watchdog, of course. Yes. Yeah. Open to okay. we'll re- That's a topic we'll return back to, I think, yeah. Chris. But for now, thank you very much for a fantastic overview of the current current issues in the French uh, nuclear, nuclear fleet. Something we'll come back to probably next month and in the months to come. So it's uh, au revoir from Paris. <laughs> Merci et à bientôt.